Hello and welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z, from Earth to Namek to Sadala. We cover it all. My name is Randy. And I'm Doug. Oh, you didn't have a special name for yourself this I time. I always I'm forget until the moment you start to say, hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, name. Uh, uh. So I have the three second gap of time to think of something. I'm like, nope. <laughs> well, I'm impressed with your quick wit normally. So, Just because uh, when you were saying from Earth Dynamics to Zadala, I'm like, oh, now he needs to add to Vampa. That's <laughs> true. Let's throw Vampa in there. <laughs> that's too much. But yeah, we you get it. We get it. Uh, we're the world's strongest under the heavens duo here every other week to talk your ear off about fights, goofs, and everything else in the dragon. Dragon Ball Cosmos. Doug, what's new with you, man? Uh, well, I had a sickness. I got a, I caught a cold last week. Oh, no. Yeah, during uh, Thanksgiving week, so I, I didn't get to go see family or anything. I just stayed home and was sick, and not even not even that sick where I'm un- un- enough to like play games or watch movies. I was just slept the entire time, so it sucked. Oof, man, that's a bummer. Did you at least, like, I don't know, do something to, to cheer up your spirits? Get some good food somewhere? Uh, no, but this week made up for it, because I, in my... Hunt for Blastoise in the Pokemon card game. Mm-hmm. I finally pulled him out of one of the packs that I just fortunately was able to scramble together from like a random GameStop. I found like a pack and I found a few packs. And I'm like, yeah, I got him. I was so Whoa. happy, so excited. And then something we'll talk about later that can now help me read the Dragon Ball Super manga was a gift that you had given me. <laughs> That I just got Aww. today, and I'm just still so off the wall about it, man. Can't thank you <laughs> enough. You got me a tablet, so now I'm forced to read the super manga. <laughs> I mean, I did threaten you in the last podcast. <laughs> and I, I was, was like, just a joke. I'm like, yeah, haha. How you joke well, about a new car next time or something? <laughs> I mean, it was a half joke. I'm like, I wanted to get you one, but I needed to wait to see what the deals were going to be like. I'm like, ah, Black Friday is my day. This is going to be today. This is going to be a game changer, man. This is this is going to be awesome. But uh, oh, I'm s- how about you, man? How was your uh, your your two weeks? Oh, it was good times. Uh, had some good times uh, being with the fam. And uh, good times with that. We played this one game. It's like, I can't remember the name. It's like Cards Against Humanity. You know the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's uh, text message themed. So uh, the card you draw is somebody texting you something and then everybody else gives their replies. Um, and the best part, besides it being fun as fuck, was that my grandfather, who is like 82, yeah, uh, played with us. <laughs> Oh, wow. (laughs) And it is so wild to listen to him read these, because it's very, like, you know, contemporary young people text messages. Yeah, to hear that coming out of an 80-year-old man's voice. (laughs) Yep. I mean, he was all into it. He was playing good. He was scoring points. It was great. That's Uh, so funny. Oh, so it's not, like, an expansion pack to Cards Against Humanity. It's just a game. No. It's just a kind of game that's similar to that. Yeah, it's like a reskin, basically. Oh, that's cool. I need to look into that and do it with my family, too. Yeah, I'll find out what the name is, and I'll, I'll let you know. Awesome. Because it was... Uh... It was great. Other than that, uh, I decided I was getting onto a One Piece kick. What with the one thousandth episode happening, and like I saw like the, I am, the thirty seconds clip of like one fight scene. <laughs> it looked fantastic. I'm like, Ooh, wow. I've just seen so much about it, and I'm like, man, I fell off of One Piece a long ass time ago. I should really <laughs> try and get back into it again. So I'm starting from the beginning, reading the manga again. <laughs> yeah, I finished volume one today. I'm not going to try and marathon it super hard, but I'm yeah. gonna. See what we can do. And I was also introduced, like, at the same time I was, like, downloading the manga, um, one of my buddies texted me. He's like, have you ever heard of One Pace? 
One Piece. I was like, hmm? I've heard of One Piece. I don't know what that is. He's like, so you know Dragon Ball Kai. This is a fan re-edit of One Piece to remove all the filler, and it's actually very good. Oh. Hmm. Like, That's a clever name then, too. One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I thought, I thought he actually just misspoke. Yeah, exactly. No, I was like, oh, okay. So I downloaded the first few episodes of that, and I'll, I'll give that a try. Nice. Um, but the manga yeah, so is definitely the way to go. With, with Oh, yeah. Especially how, with long that, how long the series is now. Yeah, and I always felt like I like the One Piece art style, but I always felt like during the more frenetic stuff, um, it was hard to read and be readable for what is happening. Yeah. So I found a fan edit of the full color editions with the uh, with an English translation. So oh. I'm reading that and I'm like, this is a bit more readable. I like Damn. this. You have the hookups, man. You know where to find everything. I need to just go to you oh, for all my illegal, yeah. illegal sources. <laughs> look, yeah, well, look, I'd gladly pay for it, but if they don't want my money. They don't want to release that That's shit the thing. here. So. I would gladly pay for all this shit. I'd pay for, uh, I don't know, the Broly movie without a tint of green. Yeah, without a tint of green and maybe recast from the voice actors. Yeah, That'd yeah. Be... Or a movie uh, Battle of Gods with the Japanese insert song. Yeah, Japanese. no, same here. I would do yeah. the same thing. But that's not what they want to do I for us. Being, I remember being like a 13 or 14 year old kid and thinking like, man, if I had just like... If I was a millionaire, I'd give Funimation like a million dollars just so they could do all this. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think that's how the world really works now, but. No. But <laughs> it was nice to dream. Yeah, it was. Just to have speaking money. Of- just, just here. Just take my money. Just, <laughs> just give me what I want. <laughs> Make my dreams come true. But speaking of dreams coming true. Man. man we saw a movie. A fantastic movie that lived up to the hype that we gave it mm, god i was looking forward to it and i had high <laughs> expectations seeing it for like the seventh time and it did not disappoint not, oh man oh my god see re-watching this movie gave me so many emotions that are like oh yeah yeah <sighs> that this was a fantastically drawn fantastically written story like mm-hmm. it's not a complex story by any means but it's still i feel like it's complex for dragon ball because for all intents and purposes this should be just a fight kind of movie mm-hmm. like you know like uh like bojack or uh uh lord slug or whatever it's just stuff like a fight movie right but the first uh, free, the first like half hour or so is really solidifies you know a good we should space. we should mention what movie we watched which was they uh, know what movie we watched no yeah. go ahead. i'm just gonna go ahead <laughs> it's dragon ball super broly broly yeah doug would you mind telling people what this movie is all about besides gushing all over it <laughs> that's all i can do but with the destruction of Planet Vegeta, three Saiyans were scattered throughout the universe. While two found a home on Earth, the third was raised with a burning desire for vengeance and developed an unbelievable power. Destinies collide as Goku and Vegeta find themselves up against a terrible, destructive force, Broly. Yeah. So, this movie uh, premiered in theaters in Japan December 14th, 2018, about two and a half years after Resurrection F and nine months after the end of the Super TV series. Uh, it was directed by Tatsuya Nagamine. And it's the kind of like debut of like this whole new look to Dragon Ball where we've got uh, now Hiro Shintani at the helm doing character designs and everything rather than uh, Yamamura, who's been kind of in charge since a uh, long, long time ago. Yeah, back in the may- 90s. maybe like really not like the way it looks <laughs> like it's very hard to go back to like super and things and be like, oh, it yeah. is like this style is just the perfect evolution of what we needed. Hell yeah. So. Normally, like, we go through the movie beat by beat and stuff like that, but, you know, there's just so much to this movie that's so good. Like, 
I just kind of like I feel like you should just watch it. There's nothing we can say that would be like people to describe how this movie is. Just and that's what I was thinking also while watching it. Like, oh, how are we gonna talk about this movie when like 70 percent of it is just a great fight scene? But <laughs> this is still like broken up into segments of like the Vegeta fight, the Goku fight, and so on and so forth. But heck yeah, nah, the movie just I, <sighs> I love the whole aspect of having getting a different perspective of Frieza Force members and how they're not all just bad people. They all just like want kind of jobs. Like Chi Chi mm-hmm. Lai and, and is it Lemon? Lemo. Lemo. Yeah, and Lemo. Like those are two fantastic characters that have their own distinct personalities that aren't just like brush off characters. It's great to add them to the cast. Yeah. We've got it's kind of this movie's kind of broken up into three distinct parts. Like the beginning is kind of like introducing us to these three scions that all have very different like life paths mm-hmm. and like, you know, how their lives start. Um Which I and, love how they show that. Just Oh yeah. Goku and Vegeta Broly, these three Saiyans that were, like the the description in the beginning said, they were just scattered throughout different universes and then brought together. Yep, we've got to see them uh, at the very beginning of their development. All three of them are in, like, the baby pods uh, throughout the movie, like in this beginning part. And it's kind of a a bit of a backstory for this new version of Broly, as well as adapting Dragon Ball Minus, a bonus chapter in the uh, Jocko Galactic Patrolman manga, Mm. um, which I know had a lot of hate about that chapter. I just only... I was telling you about it, but I remember... I can't remember where I read it or heard it from, but it was either a forum post or a video on YouTube, or I think it was a guest on the Content You podcast about Minus, and they were explaining how you know Minus really doesn't it doesn't help uh, sell the character of Goku as the out outlanding Saiyan that came. He was he's mm. supposed to be a weapon, but he actually being raised on Earth gained humanity, and he's the special case. But with Minus making it, oh no, everyone can be a special case on Planet Vegeta because they're all just kind of Earthlings as well with like different you know, uh, mm. emotions and everything instead, instead, yeah. of, instead of just fighting as that race was supposed to be like literally just fighting, no family. And that's it. Right. I mean, in this, we didn't really have a lot of Goku, um, being, you know, a, a not a horrible heathen warrior like he was <laughs> in the anime before he hit his head. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in a pod and unconscious and then he's in a space pod and like, it's his mom and dad. And I mean, that's what, that's what it is. You just see it through Bardock. The yeah. fact that Bardock's characteristic is not, Oh, it's like it's just just the kid. How strong is he? He's not strong. He's not worth anything. He's not worth my time. That's mm-hmm. not what we get in this in this uh, special in this movie. But they do it so well. They, yeah, they, it's constructed so well that you're 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 rushed into the emotion. You feel what Bardock's feeling. Like he he's just he's destroyed all his life. It'd be nice to save something. He's kind of like right. reflect, he's like kind of a uh, reflecting on himself. Like because Freeze is coming to obviously kill all them. And he's like, yeah, I, I was known as the weaker class. I'm going to save mm. this other, my son, happening to my son, his weaker class from the tyranny. Yeah. I, like, and Broly's story is great. Like, it's very much similar to what happened in the original movie 8, where he's super powerful and uh, King Vegeta is obviously not down with having this threat to his throne here. But at least, you know, he brings up, he's like, at least I'm not murdering him outright and I'm sending him off somewhere else to die mm-hmm. anyway. But, um... It's very similar, and at least we get to see, like, bits of Paragus being, like, a concerned father, because he's not happy about that, and he, like, goes off to, like, save his son, so... Well, no, I, I thought about that, too, while watching it. I I think he's not concerned for his son. He's concerned over his own pride. This is like, his oh, chance. I, yeah, I created this creature that happens to be super strong. I need to save this so that I can have mm. this power through him, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... I didn't get yeah. that sense of like, oh, it's my son and he's in my... For a second, I did. That's when I thought, no, that's not really Paragus. 
Yeah, like, that's as the rest, that's the rest of the movie shows. So it's no, it's like this is a strong creature I need to protect because it's my chance. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second portion of the film is kind of the setup to everything where we've got uh Frieza looking for the Dragon Balls. We've got um Broly and Paragus like still living on on Vampa forty one years later with four Chi-Li and Lemo show up mm-hmm. and you know, kind of getting all the pieces set for where we were gonna go for this. Yeah. Um which also has some really great moments of, you know, exploring this new character who Broly is and and all of this nice setup here um, before getting into just the most bombastic battle of Dragon Ball ever. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like this Broly is a very, a much more relatable Broly than the PTSD Broly we got in movie 8. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's such, it's. You know, there's so much here that of the movie eight Broly, but Toriyama just puts the spin on things of just like making it a little bit different and yeah. giving a little more character, and it's like it's perfect. This is great. It's this great. is and the fact that like Broly and Goku have no connection whatsoever in this timeline is fantastic too. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't need to be there. And yeah. when when Broly and Vegeta and Goku finally do meet, it really feels cool when, when you when you try to remember that. In this timeline, there is no movie eight, nine, or eleven, or eight, eight, ten, mm-hmm. and eleven. Like, yep, they've these are, and actually, in this timeline, there's no movies. So the only they haven't met Tullus or any other Saiyan in any other True. movies. This is the first time two Saiyans come out of nowhere on Earth and just like Goku's like, "Hey, we're all Saiyans. Let's let's get along." And yeah, that doesn't happen I mean, right then and there, but except for Tabal, Tabal happened, but. Yes, you know. you're right. Tabal did happen. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. This is kind of like the first time it's like, oh, there's another one of us that is actually a warrior. And that standoff is like really cool where they're in the ice and just, and Goku Vegeta wearing their cool ass jackets and their Paragus and Broly are on the side, on Frieza's side. It's a really cool standoff and a really cool, like, whoa, new Saiyans. So I want to talk through something and maybe it's just, I'm not, I didn't think about it this way a lot before and I missed something. Um, but, you know, we're shown that Broly is really this kind, caring person. Mm-hmm. Um, and his father is just kind of a dick and like molding him into this, into the warrior he wants him to be. And also he's got like an anger problem and that's why he's got the, um, the device around the his neck and stuff. Yeah. Right. Now when they land on earth and they finally meet like Goku and Vegeta without even an order from his dad, Broly is already like his hackles are up and he's growling and yeah. he's getting angry. I'm like, I was trying to think this time, why is he angry? Um, and my thought, the only thing that I could think of was he sees Vegeta and like, maybe he knew who King Vegeta was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's your family's fault that I got stuck on that planet with my abusive father and I'm going to take it out on you. Yeah. And like, that's just the thing that snaps his You're rage. Right. Like, and I'm sure cause I'm sure his father beat it into Broly's head that Vegeta is the reason why, we're mm-hmm. here, we're here, we're here. And, like, so through that, like, thought process, Broly, who's abused by his father, it's just, like, he's just blaming Vegeta for all that. Yeah. There's been plenty of times while I was watching this, and, like, after that, I'm like, he's still just so angry. I don't get it. Like, he has no reason. Like, Goku brings up, like, there's no reason for us to be fighting. You don't need to be doing this. Like, you don't have to listen to your dad. Well, I think they set it like, up why with, doesn't... um... I like how these movies kind of give you all the information you need within this movie. So we don't we don't necessarily need to, like, go into our deep Dragon Ball lore to pull up mm-hmm. information. In this movie, in the beginning, uh, Paragus specifically says to that other Saiyan that rides with them in the very beginning that, mm-hmm. hey, don't stare at the moon too long. You'll lose yourself. You're not, you're going to be uncontrollable. And I think mm-hmm. that's just what Broly is when he's just that angry. It's, it's that Ozaru great ape state, state that he's, yeah. that he's in. He's uncontrollable and 
I think that's why they mentioned it in the beginning. Like that's what I mean oh, by yeah. I love these kind of movies where they just it gives you everything you need in that. Yeah, the hints. That's what I was gonna get to was that basically once he's angry, he's snapped and he's just gonna go all out rage and he he's uncontrollable. Not be, like from his father, like oh I can't you know tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. It's like literally Broly does not have control over himself. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Like. Whatever in my brain was the last few times I was watching, I'm like, yeah, why is he so mad all the time? I'm like, well, because that's <laughs> that's his thing, man. I don't know why. I didn't nah, think about it. Just, it's just Goku cry. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. No, and the PTSD and all that, tr- the tr- it was a trigger, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't want to keep, because I, I found that you find respect for movie A Broly after talking to um, Sarah Yummy, like how it's yeah. like, yeah, it's actually PTSD that he has. Is that, is that tr- tragedy and that Goku crying is just a trigger for him. Yeah, absolutely. But I, th- I think, like I said, this Broly is a much more relatable, much, a much easier concept to grasp than Mm -hmm. the ptsd i know ptsd is still a very relatable thing but not i guess to us personally you know what i mean right it's uh yeah he's you know he's got extra dimension to him he's not just Mm -hmm. the one thing so we can all be like okay well we've all been in instances where we're easier to swallow for kids i'm sure kids don't have ptsd or not not yet they're not triggered yet (laughs) hopefully not (laughs) oof uh-huh. Um, man, you had brought up like you know we don't need to dig back into Dragon Ball lore to really enjoy this movie. Um, I brought it home once, uh, and my I had my mom watch it, oh. um, and she's very like tertiary knowledge. Like I'd be down, and I used to you know when I lived at home, mm-hmm. um, the basement was kind of like my area, and I was like playing probably like uh, Badokai Tenkaichi three, and she's <laughs> nice. like there doing laundry, and then you know there's the transformations that you can do in the game, and I she's like stopped. And was just watching as I like did one of those. She's like, "Is he Super Saiyan now?" I'm Aww. like, "Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got it." Um, so I had her watch this movie, and like the only bit of like that I stopped to explain. I'm like, "Okay, so here's the deal with like Frieza's like back and like all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. they'll mention that he was dead and he's back, blah blah blah." And she's like, "Okay, yeah, I got it." And then she like maybe had one question other than that, but she was digging it. That's it was awesome. Great. Yeah. yeah, I thought you say she had explained all the different super saiyan forms that Goku <laughs> no. to go through like what is all this right i mean thankfully they spared us and there's only one original super saiyan form they're not like one and then two and then three okay yeah. now we're gonna go to god <laughs> that'd have been cool to kind of sprinkle in there but it would have it definitely would have seemed unnecessary and kind of too much oh yeah absolutely but um, there were a lot of like a lot of great callbacks in this movie too with just like um ways scenes were shot like the like broly like powering up at the very end with like these shirt yep. off is i think it's like frame for frame what the other broly movies had him yep and the absolutely. whole like grabbing goku as he does gohan in the earlier movie and like slamming his face up against the wall and in this one it's yep. ice oh it's so great such great stuff and the power up and then like the circular things coming out and like changing color of like the background oh, like, yeah, like yep. the universe kind of like shifting yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i love that just so so good um can we talk uh, about guinea is it guinea or gina guinea guinea and how i was telling you how weird it is to find her attractive because it's like finding your <laughs> best friend's mom hot right because we've known goku <laughs> for so long and like oh man she's cute oh wait that's goku's mom though that's kind of weird but damn still <laughs> she's a cutie right absolutely a cutie there's too many cuties in this there's her there's, and then there's, there's chili oh man broly and broly oh my god the biggest boobs of the of the movie <laughs> the best boobs the best boobs best boobs is broly absolutely <laughs> that one freezer force guy punches him straight in there and like not even 
Not even a jiggle. Oh, no. It's all perky in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some tight titties for a 40-some-year-old man. But speaking of tight titties, Bulma, I, I think it's my first time watching... <laughs> this is my first time watching in the Japanese, and I didn't notice uh, the that whoever replaced the Aya Yeah, whoever replaced her did a great job, and I, I didn't really notice until I, until you brought it up that yeah, you were like, oh, this is the last thing with her. I'm like, no, this is with the first. This is the first thing with the new actress. Yeah, you're right because she she passed away. I think right before the tournament arc, the universe yeah. tournament arc in Super. Yep. And yeah, I mean, once you pointed it out, I could definitely pick up on it, but. When, mm-hmm. If you didn't tell me anything, I definitely would not have noticed. So it's yeah, it was great. She does a fantastic job. She does. She um, does. Is she in anything else that I, I would uh, know? Yeah, she was Sailor Mercury in the nineties. Okay, um, but uh, a whole ton of stuff. But that's the only thing that's, that's really coming out one. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, long illustrious career that I'm sure there's a list we could look through and be like, yeah, of course she was in this. Like, yeah, All right, and, and also sense. I don't know if you you looked it up, but also the late Chris Ayers are. Yeah, mm. and how great he did in the, in this movie. Oh my god! Mm. Like the the I'm I'm at the point now. I think it was this movie that I didn't care. I think I feel like I say this every other movie, but this one definitely is like I don't care which version I saw because both the dub and the sub were equally well acted. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I've seen this movie in English more than I've seen it in Japanese. Granted, I've seen it a ton both ways, but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I don't have a preference either way. Like it's it's really great. Other than just the constant thing in my brain whenever I watch anything with uh, Vic, I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is tainted. Like, damn it! It's a shame you're talented voice actor because everything else about you is a piece of shit (laughs) uh we could talk endlessly about uh all of this this whole film um but i know that we have a lot of like a lot of comments and some long ones that i want to get through oh yeah Um, i'm excited to hear that too so to breeze through this here's what i want to do i want you to tell me uh let's say three three standout things like little moments or like components of this movie that like bring a smile to your face, give you goosebumps, or just like give you the oh man, that's so good feeling. I, I really liked the in the very beginning when uh they're kind of the the Hecha Lost song starts kicking in and you go through the timeline of like Goku's timeline mm-hmm. as and it shows like Vegeta pop in and they're both kids and then the camera spins around them both. They gradually turn into adults and then start fighting. Oh, that that those five seconds are beautiful and such a good transition to show a passage of time and where we are now. That's what I tried recreating or no, that's what I tried creating in one of my AMVs. Like I had this, this moment where Goku walks by his silhouette of him and there's like a timeline of all these events in his life. Mm -hmm. Um, I made it like five years before this movie came out, but it doesn't look anywhere near as good as this. But this, it's, it's what I envisioned mine should have looked like. You know, like this is what I wanted right. it to look like is what this movie made it. Uh, you did so, what you could with what you had. Yes, with the skills that I had and currently still do not have. But it, it, it looked hey. amazing. Uh, the other part was because I saw it in theaters. We both saw it in theaters separately. But mm. um, when Fujita turns Super Saiyan God for the first time in anime form. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole crowd, the whole theater was just like erup- erupting in like joy, and it was like, "Yes, <laughs> fucking awesome! Yes, such a great moment, man!" Uh, Hell it was, yeah. same, same for you, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, right? That, that oh moment. yeah, no, absolutely. Like there was so much cheering at so many different parts, but yeah, everybody is very excited to finally see this thing because like. 
one assumed he had this form and we had seen it in the manga yeah. but it was just like are they ever going to do this in the anime and surprise there it is there it is right there and like oh my god and you know instantly once like a red kind of glow goes around we're like oh my god are they gonna do it are they gonna do it they did it they showed it oh my god <laughs> it's so cool and like that, so I think my, my, my third moment has to be uh gogeta and just that whole i think the whole last 10 minutes minus cg mm-hmm. was just fantastic and just especially the, have- uh, the beams that he when he when he flies up to the sky and then with with both hands he kind of does like a, a masinko style like just his hand motion just like down mm-hmm. to the earth and like a billion laser beams oh yeah are going down yeah that in slow motion that was amazing that gives me chills he has so many cool techniques he and does. like weird movements for everything and i love it's so great there was that one where he like Broly's coming at him with a huge punch and Gogeta just kind of like stops and waves his hands around a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Like, yes, I do. That reminds me of like I think what he did in uh not, not Tree of Might, the the Wheelow one. Oh yeah, um uh, World's Strongest. The World's Strongest. Yeah, he has a similar kind of Oh yeah, he'd like hand winds his hands up as uh Ibifuria and uh Misokatsun are coming at Damn, him. Damn, you you win names, man. I don't know how you remember all these names. <laughs> Ridiculous. I, I just remember watching the ocean dub of it, and then when they, he introduces those guys, and just like mimicking how he says, it. "I've been," it's weird. I <laughs> yeah, was a had, like, strange this, child. Had like the same kind of like motion. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. I, I don't think I don't think it's a callback, but it, it's similar like fighting style, I guess. So right, it's cool to see that too. Uh, I I'm trying to narrow it down to three. It's so hard. It um, is one of them. I don't know. It's strange that I really like is that moment when Chilai and Lemo get on Vampa and uh, Paragus is as uh, talking to them and they get attacked by one of those giant monsters and he just shouts Broly. Yeah. And Broly just like the way it's animated for him, like zipping in so fast and just yes. like the quick hit and like everything sort of slows down when he hits him mm-hmm. and just the look that Chilai gives. That's of, when like, like seeing Chilai this... and the audience falls in love with Broly immediately. Like, oh, oh yeah. my God. I don't know why, but in my brain, I'm like, this feels like the the pose he has afterwards feels very like, I don't know, just like a Superman sort of feel to it. It does. It really does. Okay, good. I'm not crazy. It really does. Um, Yeah. uh, Another one of mine would have to just be, (sighs) I know that we, somebody brings it up in the comments, but the soundtrack for this movie overall, super great, but I super, super love like the whole Kakarato, go Broly, go. Like the shouting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Over I, the music, I, like, I, I guess I'm in the super minority where I do not like that. Okay, that's I really, fair. I, I respect it. I, I would go as far to say that I hate it. Okay, but See, I, I love its origins. Mm-hmm. I hate the execution of it. I don't know. It just seemed kind of. I don't. I didn't like it. That's fair. I know that the first time I saw it, I didn't like it, and I I kind of get that feeling. But over time, especially knowing like it originated from you know seeing these large group viewings, I believe in like South America mm-hmm. of the Tournament of Power. Um, where everybody's kind of cheering. Uh, and they, and they love just, that so much that they included it in this way. That's such yeah. a great idea. I wouldn't want to see it happen all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. it would ruin the specialness of it. But, like, I don't know. Here, it just feels so good and rad. And, like, granted, I'm, you know, you and I watch it together. But, like, when I watch this, sometimes I'm alone. And it makes it feel like you are there with that group of people in the theater cheering everything that's happening. That's really? Going on. I guess I, I don't get that. I, I don't I don't get that feeling. Yeah, I, that's I think, totally I feel like fair. I'm the only one, though, because I've never seen anyone else say anything about that. That's just, that's just my opinion. <laughs> Everyone else yeah. loves it. I'm like, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I get Kamehameha it. Kamehameha Blast. I don't know. <laughs> Saiyan power! Saiyan power! 
the, the music surrounding it is 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 great, but oh just, yeah, it's just the literal voice dialogue of it. I'm not yeah, a fan of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, gosh, what do I want to say for my third and final one? Oh, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's the tiniest thing, but um, after Goku brings up that uh, Bulma must have made multiple wishes each time for like becoming five years younger, mm-hmm. she gets you know angry, steps on the gas, and he gets thrown to the back of the car and like to all the luggage. Just his laugh and the look of his yeah. face and everything. Like this feels like OG Dragon Ball young Goku. It's very reminiscent and of that. Love it. Even the way Masakazawa laughs. In that moment, yep. it's just like, wow, it's just how yep. he used to laugh. Yeah. Gosh, it's so good. It's so great. Um, this movie, I was saying, like, I wish I could marry a movie because I would marry this one <laughs> in a heartbeat. Oh, without a doubt. Um, you had brought up, like, one of the complaints is the use of CG in this movie. And we'll say the CG in this, way better than anything we've seen in previous Dragon not, Ball movies. Not way better. Just passable. Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah. But here's my thing. And, like, we're getting a full CG movie for superheroes, which, feel how that how you want to feel. I'm not here to tell you how to feel. But, like, the CG in there could be good. But the thing that I feel bad about is that we've had good real good dragon ball cg in the past from things like the dragon ball online cinematics like i'm not sure if you ever saw that one like that's at the tournament and stuff yeah yeah it looks so good it feels like dragon ball it looks very distinctive and great even in the games Uh, like fighter z and yeah those are my other two phenomenal yeah the pre-rendered stuff in kakarot is out of this world great and then everything like the actual like fighting and stuff in fighters all of their uh special moves and like uh ultimate finishes like those are incredible we if we're gonna do cg why don't we have something that looks like this there's clearly people out there that know how to make it good and i don't know why toei's like in-house or whoever they're subbing this out to can't get to that level for I don't a know. major motion picture it's weird and i know for like for like fighter z it's like it's because there's not i don't think as much work needs to go into because uh it's shorter it's just like special attacks are right are um looking like that and it's really cool how i think someone went in someone like modded and went into the file and messed with the camera and like what oh, Gohan's yeah. doing is one-handed kamehameha and his fist looks, his fist looks huge they turn the camera around and show like oh is they actually made his his hand like 10 times the size of his body because it only looks <laughs> yep. good in that one certain camera angle but with like yep. the, in the movies like like this Broly movie it's all it's just one model and it's just the camera spinning around it and it's not it's not there's no charm in it that you only get from like hand drawn stuff and yep. it's super disappointing totally agree. And i think they they cut they cut to cg like maybe four or five times i want to say and i think only two of the times it looks okay but nothing mm-hmm. compared to the drawn that we get surrounding it no it's just that's as good that this is like that the best CG in this movie is is as good as it's going to get for superheroes. And yeah. that's so disappointing to me. I want it to be good. But at the same time, I'm not expecting anything to be great. No, um, but I mean, that's coming out of this, man. It's just it's, that's yeah. hard. That this should have been the, the standard from now on to get this quality of animation. Right. And we're just going backwards. Well, we can hope. For the future, that things change. I mean, like, most of it is, like, the uh, animators who worked on this and, like, other stuff for Toei are busy with, like, Dragon Quest uh, and other stuff, so yeah, we'll and see like, how things I mean, go. I feel bad for the animators, because I'm sure they're, like, overworked and everything, and, like, this doing CG oh, CG yeah. is, the, is the way they can, you know, at least combat some of that stress, but... Um, I don't know, man. It just it's not for me. Yeah, give me more of this. This is what I wanted all along, and yeah. that's what I want to continue going forward. And the thing that gets me the most is that I feel like they think it looks cool, 
Like, I, f- I feel like every time right. they cut to CG, I feel like they're, like, saying, oh, here, fans. This, this is, is going to blow, blow your tits off. This is going to blow your fucking tits off. This is amazing, isn't it? She's like, no, I, I didn't like it mm. two movies ago. I don't like it now. And now you're giving yeah. me a whole movie of it? Like, they, they convince themselves that they think it looks cool and that they think we love it. Yeah. Um, I feel bad because part of my... Part of my heart is like, I really hope that movie fails horribly, like no, make no money. And they're like, oh, this is a bad business decision. Fire yeah. the guy from the Dragon Whoever Ball. Whoever's idea room, was told to us do, to do the that. CG. Yeah, that was bad. But we I don't want waited. that because it's Dragon Ball. You don't want it to fail in that aspect. Because then they'll be like, we're not doing anything for 10 years yeah. and then we'll be screwed. Just give us all a survey to fill out and we'll be like, everything was great except for the <laughs> CG part. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be down, uh, being down on a movie that isn't even out yet for any more of this conversation. I do. Because, <laughs> well, we could talk about it off mic, but I want to take a quick break and then I want to come back and listen to what other people had to say about Broly. Sound good? Sounds great. Awesome. All right, we are back, and we get to hear what all you lovely people had to say about Dragon Ball Super Broly. Hey, so, hey, so first up is uh, at JulieYBM, um, who had to say, the power of frustrated animators unleashed with a healthy production schedule and their full attention to detail allowed. <laughs> Director Nagamine Tatsuya leads a true revitalization of the franchise by allowing animators to do what they do best. Shimada acting as Broly is immaculate. Yeah, you were saying how this is the same Broly voice actor as in the original movies, too. I didn't realize that, and... Yeah. Like how he actually gets a speaking role in this movie like he doesn't before. <laughs> and he, he does it right. so well. Like I like the voice. I like his voice. It was very unfitting for me to hear. Like I said, this is the first time I'm watching it in Japanese. So it's my first time hearing him speak in, in a mm-hmm. casual communication voice. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, I can dig this. I, I can... I want to hear more of this in superheroes. Yeah, let's let's look forward to that because I I want some more Broly. And he does yelling fantastically. Oh God, the he's, man's been doing it forever. He knows he's a pro. Gargling something, but it it sounds fantastic. <laughs> Uh, Magic Box 67, John, uh, Jungle Bell Rock, because now we're in the, the nice. Christmas time. The holiday hits. <laughs> the shot on the arm that Dragon Ball animation needed. Toriyama's script puts enough of a spin on recycled concepts to make them fun again. Sumitomo's music inches closer to being tolerable, but the true star is the team of talented animators and a director who allows them to cut loose. Um, I think this is the best I've heard from Sumitomo for Dragon Ball. Um, I mean, I believe AJ had brought up before, like we had talked about how animators struggle when they've got such short um, production schedules, but the same is, can be said for music because mm-hmm. Sumitomo has done some good stuff. It's just sometimes it's not great, but here definitely had the time to craft something good. Yeah. And, and I think it's praiseworthy. It is like it, even towards the end when I think Goku's visiting Broly on Planet Vampa, how... Mm-hmm. The music just fits so tonally well with everything. You can tell it shifts from like a, a, a nice chip uh, chipper tune and like to a calm mm-hmm. tune, and like to a, like a triumphant tune at the end. Oh, yeah, which oh, at yeah. the end, I, what we got to mention that I, I think I do prefer the dub line at the end better than the Japanese uh, uh, line when Goku's right. like, "You can call me Kakarot," because mm-hmm. I think in the Japanese he's just like, "My name is." Son Goku and also Kakarot, but mm-hmm. in the dub, he's like, "My name's Son Goku, but Broly, you can call me Kakarot." And then title, like it's so. I feel like that's so much more impactful than just like, "But Broly, as a fellow Saiyan, as yep. a fellow person I respect and fight, I only let Vegeta call me this because because 
He's also a Saiyan. Call yep. me Kakarot. Yeah. So it's great. like, we're going to be the Saiyan trio and we're going to be best buds. It's, I, I guess love it's, it. it's, it's more implied in the Japanese, but in the dub, it, it feels great to hear. But Broly, you can call me Kakarot. It's just something about Heck that. Yeah. Sean Schemmel. Man, you can tell he really loves this character and puts his all in it. Like, I feel bad of how, of how bad he was <laughs> in the early stuff, but that's just, <laughs> that comes with experience. But it's just, of course, man, just how every time he yells as Goku, like when Broly's being the crap out of him, and in other, other parts of, of Z and in other movies, he, when he yells and he's supposed to be like, near death yelling he puts mm-hmm. his all into that and you got to respect the guy for that because oh yeah man not everyone does that you feel the visceral screams when broly's kicking goku's ass in the in the middle Heck yeah oh man so good puny god <laughs> oh it's perfect it, 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 it works well because so he well. is the transformation yeah it's so perfect <laughs> Um, so now we've got a couple of long ones so i want you to sit tight and Have i'm gonna read out. a whole lot let's do it all right so Michael at Metallics MT says it is without exaggeration Dragon Ball at its best. The animation and storyboarding is refined in a way we've never seen in Dragon Ball before. The many colors that speaks to the mood of the film from Vampa's oppressive yellow to the cool white and blue of the Arctic to the intense reds of the lava-filled climax, all making for a visually stunning film. This is also where the many colors of the Super Saiyans shine brightest, the deep blue of the blue for the go- for to God's cool and intense reds. The story is also up to snuff in a way we've rarely seen from Dragon Ball. It feels more focused and directed in a way more prior movies or arcs haven't been. Toriyama takes the edgy Z Broly and transforms him into a tragedy of circumstances, a tale of how nature versus nurture, how Broly's nature as an engine of destruction goes against his peace-loving nature, how the different legacies carried him, Vegeta, and Goku have shaped their lives. It is, in short, a marvelous film, one that brings Dragon Ball to a new level, and I love it to this day. Michael? I was going to do the same thing. Michael, 100%. Oh my god, that hits a nail on the head right there. Like from the from the storyboarding, that's one of the first things I noticed um, while rewatching it was how in the Bardock recreate just in just in the two second Bardock recreation scene where he's up against Frieza up against yeah. the planet that they usually when I think of reanimations the artists just retake the same exact shot and then just redraw it with uh, updated quality. No, this is yeah. from like a different camera angle with different emotion and power in it and it's just like that's just like the the red flag that's like yeah this is we're in for some serious shit like some serious love into this story and the colors of everything like i think usually we hate the arctic because it's just a boring white background but in this it works so well because there's so many other colors with the characters that contrast it so well and then it it, like it like you said it transforms into the volcanic at the end it's so great and then we just want to talk about the cg when they go into the multiverse or whatever when they yeah. man that part when Broly finally gets his like armor ripped off and then it's just like his bare chest like we got that in CG we didn't get that in well drawn that would have been so cool we got it a little bit right there at the end of him versus Gogeta no it I mean like the actual like... shattering of his like oh yeah armor yeah. like that that's AMV like shit that we needed and we're not gonna get because we're not gonna use that ugly ass mm-hmm. shit no of course not but yeah Michael everything yeah spot on yeah so we've got another one from our old buddy Omega Rockman. Thank you for taking the time for writing this all out. Uh, you've got a lot of passion, and I love that. <clears throat> so Broccoli, the movie, the good one. This one <laughs> has some pretty nice memories attached to it because my wife and I won a contest to the L.A. dub premiere, which was right when the film came out in Japan. That's oh, nice. fucking cool. Yeah. For five minutes, I got to be the cool kid on the Kanzenshi forums. Uh, some may have weird feelings about the chanting, Kakarot, Kakarot, go Broly, go, go. But I think I it, it works in context. 
<laughs> it probably shouldn't, but it does. Story of this movie's life, right? By that I mean, from a writing perspective, I'm honestly shocked that Toriyama managed to get so much mileage out of Broly as a concept, retooling him from just another I like to punch, cyan, bad guy, which works fine enough in the original film, to an abuse survivor who seems to only do what he does either as a trauma response or desperate attempt to earn his father's love as is an inspired choice. I also love how much personality this Broly has, thanks to the nuances in the animation. I just love the little stuff that show his curiosity about the world around him, like poking Frieza's floaty chair and stuff. Uh, <laughs> Chi-Lai and Lemo also are great supporting characters. Honestly, Toriyama has this weird ability to take the stupidest fanboy ideas and rework them into much better stories than they have any right to be, like the Goku Black arc, aside from the ending of course kudos to him i also like how even once the action starts bits of character and story still pop up through characters acting and small bits of dialogue where you can see moments of doubt and hesitation in broly's eyes and you can see moments of subtle conflict between goku and vegeta where vegeta isn't even hesitating to kill broly while goku instead wants to try and talk him down i believe at cal's kingdom once described this central conflict as something to the effect of the struggle for broly's soul unfortunately the film kind of takes a narrative dip once gogeta pops up the fight is still gorgeous and seeing frieza get his ass whipped is fun but the whole conflict with broly gets reduced to punch bad guy enough and win like so many other dragon ball movies it isn't until that last kamehameha that we get the that bit of character back from broly when he we see a genuine flash of honest to god fear in his eyes in a way this kind of works since we just saw gogeta fire one of the coolest kamehamehas ever yet we don't get to see it hit because they just reminded us that this is our new favorite tarzan boy so fortunately (laughs) the film is able to recover in its conclusion in that sense i think battle of gods is more narratively sound than broly by maintaining its focus even if broly has the better animation by a country mile still both are fantastic films if you ask me i'm sorry you guys don't really feel the same about battle of gods about your last rewatch me too buddy My only other major complaint is the dub. Not that the dub is bad. It's fucking fantastic, but it also has that asshole in it. I could go further into my thoughts on that, but I've been going on long enough and I'd rather not bring the mood down too much. <laughs> we I will did. say that Yeah. I will say that they should bring in Johnny Young Bosch to redo Broly's lines. Come on, do it, Funimation. I'll buy a brand new disc and I'm not even joking one bit. Hashtag redub Broly. Same, same. <laughs> there's a lot there. And man, there's so many things I wanna pick at and yeah, talk yeah, me about. Too. Um, is there anything out of that that you wanted to like jump on right away? No, there was so much about my little mind, like forgot it all. Now we need to like go buy it <laughs> sentence by sentence. <laughs> so, I can, so I can be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, Rockman. I mean, <laughs> taking Broly from the concept that he was, you know, just the I like to punch to yes. an actual character. I was going to say like how like Battle of Gods is a, is a very much a story kind of movie, but this one, like I said before, is a, is a straight up like just a battle kind of one, but it, it shows how good a battle movie can be when you set it up right. When you when you mm-hmm. when you give character development, when you like put that in there. I love how he says that it's just like the soul, the or how he said that Cal the said the battle for Broly's soul. That it was the battle for Broly's soul, and it feels yeah, it feels so right that that really is what it is. And like this poor guy, like I said, that that's why uh, at the end when Frieza's like, oh, we'll just we'll just wait until Chi Lai and Limo kind of control Broly and then we'll come in and, and, and get him under our control. It's like, yeah, that's mm. actually a good plan because Broly's kind of in this limbo state where he's very much a child where he's like, can be manipulated or set on the wrong path still. Like he's still, his, his mind mm-hmm. is like, his world's been like shattered, shattered basically. Yeah. Because there's a whole new world I, out there and now he, he can be manipulated the wrong way or the right way or chooses his own path. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. I think it might've helped if, you know, Besides just that we need to punch this guy and beat him to win, uh, if there was more of a way to uh, tie in Broly's dangerous nature at this point with, like, an actual threat to things, like, 
I don't know if like he was just firing off indiscriminate blasts and like it was going to go for like a town or something and they like knock it out of the way. They're like, shit, we got to take care of this guy now and go like the full force. Go huh, Gogeta. Maybe. maybe if they had like just one shot of it, like a town or maybe even going towards Bulma. And that's when Gogeta's like, all right, enough playing around. Enough romper yeah. room time. It's time to end this. But <laughs> right. I, that, that makes me I like how Gogeta is his own character and how it's just I'm going to have fun with Broly or take take him out because yeah. just I like how in this story the fusion of Goku and Vegeta this Gogeta character is not the fusion of both it's a whole new character like because yep. when when he's talking about how no I need to come up with a name first because that'll be really cool I don't think either Goku or Vegeta would ever say something like that you know what I mean like oh I need to have a name because it's, it's cool that's something yep. like kids would say but this new character that's formed from the two of them, those two personalities combined into this new character, might think that way. Yeah, I really do enjoy that it's a different person. Granted, he's got, like, the memories and stuff of Goku and Vegeta, but yeah. personality-wise, different person. And it doesn't help that they chose to, I mean, even way back in Z, that, that they chose to have the two voices fused as opposed to one new actor. Mm. But Which is... I don't know. It's been inconsistent it's too much in the anime. I think to 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 sell the point that it's a new character, right? Yeah, I feel yeah. It would have been nice if I guess we would have had just a different voice for fused characters. I mean, I think uh, we look at the fusion characters a lot differently if they had new, completely new voice actors as opposed to two the two voice actors together. Yeah, it's cool, true. but I, I think it wouldn't been cooler it would have sold the concept a bit better yes that's what i'm trying to get at you're right so let's cap this off with some trivia you down for a little bit of that let's cap it baby all right so question number one this movie is not the original debut of the character kikono the yellow alien that works under frieza i thought i recognized him from somewhere before where did he debut I don't know, in your dreams? Oh, yeah, I dream about Kikono, <laughs> Kikono all the time. The little alien Frieza henchman with the tentacles? Uh, with, like, yeah, the little uh, antenna that was Yeah, yeah, that was like, oh, of, like, I don't know why you want the Dragon Balls Frieza. You want to... Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. No, was it a game? Was it a game? No, it was a manga. No way. Yeah. Is it Minus? Yeah, there you go. All right. I'm just I'm just deducing by what else he could possibly be in at that time period. <laughs> I'll give you a half a point then. Since when did you show up in Minus? Um, during the part when Frieza is talking to him. Oh, okay. He's back there. And I was expecting half to see like uh, Avo and Kato in the very beginning, like in the, in the background somewhere. That would have been a cool little Easter egg to have them just sitting in the back amongst Frieza's yeah. henchmen. But no. Right. Uh, question two. Chi Lai's name is a pun on what fruit and what previous Dragon Ball character shared the same source pun? Ooh, I'm going to you're, you're taking my Dragon Ball card away here, man. I, I <laughs> These puns after like after beers and weiss, after like knowing that this is alcohol, I've, I've forgotten. I've not cared about what other puns these characters names are <laughs> even gina i don't even know what she's from man it's uh if i'm remembering correctly it might be aubergine um which is so a, it probably is like pronounced gina then isn't it well it didn't that's how they say it in japanese is gine oh okay but it might i might be incorrect or that was something that's like we thought it was this but it's actually this <laughs> other thing so right right no but no tell me what's uh what's chile uh it is lychee, lychee. the fruit yeah I know what that is. Oh, okay. Is that the same as, as Dr. Raichi? There you go. That was the second <laughs> part of it. I'll give you another half point. I got that. See, I can put two together there, but... <laughs> uh, th- number three, final one. This is the first film since which previous movie that has not involved Tadayoshi Yamamuro uh, involved in animation? Huh. Basically, what movie did he 
first have uh, uh, control of over what characters look like? I have no idea. Uh, I know I brought it up when we were talking about it, but that's fair. It was a very small detail. Uh, his actual first credit as being uh, character designer uh, for Dragon Ball movies was Movie 8, the original Broly <laughs> Really? Movie. Oh, that's pretty uh, yeah. iconic then. <laughs> you can't come back to where you started. Sorry, buddy. Your time <laughs> is up. To the hero's minds with you. <laughs> Man. Man, you keep giving me these questions that I don't... I will never get because it's all about like, oh, this Yamamoro. Like, I, I'm just not remembering his name. I'm sorry. I don't. That's fine. <laughs> it's hard. I tried to give other ones. Talk about Kikono. I talked about name puns. I, I don't know what else you want from I me. I love the trivia. You're letting me know things that <laughs> okay. I don't know. Make me look like all an right. idiot in front of all our friends and people that think we know Dragon Ball. You think right, you know Dragon exactly. You think you know GT? Doug doesn't know GT. <laughs> Oh, I think that's a good way to to end it here with just uh, shaming you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> no <laughs> this, problem. This movie, it, uh, it's. I look back on my on my wall of like figures. And I'm like, oh, that's why I have so many Broly figures. This movie was freaking awesome. It's, Hell it's, yeah! It's it's so good to like revisit this movie with you, especially man. Oh, thank you. That's it's so nice. Even I'm though you got a new microphone to... and I can barely hear you because your new microphone isn't <laughs> set up all the way. Right. Yeah, we'll figure that out. That's yeah. not this one. This one's fine. It's just the the headset one that I do while we're doing calls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so everybody, thank you for listening. We love interacting with you, keeping you in the conversation, hearing what you have to say thank about you for the, the comments that we do. Yeah. Gosh, can't thank you enough. It's so nice to see. Um, you can continue to tweet at us at we got a pod. You can email us at we got a pod at gmail.com. Um, I have this line here. Pressure Doug to read and catch up <laughs> on the super manga. Just going to say <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the battery diet. I don't know how to, uh, oh, I don't know how this works. Can't charge it again. That's impossible. <laughs> We're going to make it happen yet, man. It'll be so exciting. It'll happen. It'll happen now, especially. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to Rifty Beats for letting us use his track, Kakarot Theme Hip Hop Trap Remix. You can find it and other great tracks by Rifty on his SoundCloud. Thank you to our sponsors. Doug, where do you want people to find you? They can find me at Doug on social media, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. Not Facebook. I don't want to say Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. (laughs) That's fine. Instagram. That's the other one. The, uh, the, The Gram. The you, there. you can find me at saber underscore breaker. Uh, please subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Post a review. The only way people know about the show is word of mouth, and it helps a lot. Send a link to your friend. Be like, hey, these dudes know about Dragon Ball. They'll talk about stuff. They'll make you laugh sometimes, maybe. Um, <laughs> it super helps us out. And uh, we'll find out what we're doing next time. We did all the movies. Well, oh. Broly will return yeah. in dragon ball evolution <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what we'll do next i don't know do we want to put ourselves through that after going through this high I i'm gonna know. need all the alcohol just a whole bunch of it all the alcohol all the drugs all the sensu <laughs> uh that we should make a p.o box and people can send us booze to drink while we uh while we <laughs> there's not enough it. in the world to help us with that movie there's not enough nope. uh it'll be an interesting time we gotta play a game with uh, it or something we'll figure something out ooh. yeah we'll come up with something uh anyways thanks again guys and we'll check you back later see ya see ya